My name is Alexa, your sex toy guide to the stars, and this is The Plug. Thank you everyone for your patience. I wasn't able to record last weekend because it was my birthday, but I am back on my regular schedule. I'm hoping that I will be able to continue posting every Sunday. Um, So then on your Monday commute, you guys will be able to listen, hear a little bit more about sex toys and get a little bit more sex savvy. Here with me, Alexa. So I am here today with my boss, Alana. She is the boss at the store that I work at and have worked at for just a couple months now. Alana, how are you? I'm good, Alexa. How are you? I'm so good. (laughs) So we're going to be talking about just like, because Alana's really recently entered the industry and just kind of sex toys in general. So we're going to be talking a lot about um, just kind of the first couple months of really getting involved with sex toys and kind of your first impressions of the industry, the things that you've liked, the things that you haven't liked, what you thought of sex toys before, what you thought of sex toys now, (laughs) and just like kind of where you've you've gone, where you've progressed the last couple months in terms of like how you feel about sexy stuff. Oh, cool. I can't wait yeah so you bought this store how many months ago um let's see well the store opened in november but i bought it probably like nine months ago so still fairly new um still learning a lot from alexa (laughs) a lot a lot (laughs) every day i learn something new um but yeah and before so before you started like working in a store like this did you own any like sex toys before Um, yeah, you know what? I got my first sex toy when I was 18 and it was bought by my boyfriend. Well, not boyfriend (laughs) at the time, just lover, whatever you want to call him. And I'm pretty sure he got it at Shoppers Drug Mart. Um, so that was kind of the first, uh, first time I experienced something like that. So we never really talked about it. I didn't grow up talking about it. So, um, especially my generation, I don't know, it wasn't socially acceptable to talk about it. So yeah, still fairly new and yeah. And what okay, what was what kind of toy was it? Like what and did you like it and do you still have it? I threw it out. It was a pretty crappy toy. Um I think it was it was so long ago. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was like a little it was just like a little bullet. Okay. Um I'm pretty sure it required a battery. And it was just, yeah, I'm pretty sure you got it at Shoppers Drug Mart or the gas station down the road. And <laughs> it was good. Um, you know, like when you're that young, you're still kind of experimenting. So we didn't really know what we were doing or what it was for. But it was fun. Yeah. From what I remember. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. And I mean, like, so if that, so that was your very first toy. And I mean, you were saying that, like, in your generation, that just wasn't really something that people ever talked about. It wasn't something you were really around. So, like, at that age, did you ever buy anything else? Did you ever think you'd be working in a store like this? Did, was it ever even, like, on the radar that you were interested? Or Yeah, no, I never thought I would be where I am today. Um, but my friends who started this company, um, they started it about 10 years ago, and they used to give me free products. So kind of after I was 18, 19, um, then they started like sending me packages and stuff, I think just because they were new to the business and they just wanted to get feedback. So I did, they were kind of cheap, crappy toys. (laughs) (laughs) They weren't, they were great. But now that I've been exposed to the more luxury brands, um, it's definitely gotten better. Yeah. I think way better. (laughs) Well, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, like, so you're saying, so you got your first toy and it was like that brutal little shopper's toy. And then like, do any toys that you ever had like stick out to you? Do you still have any of them now or have like the luxury toys kind of? Yeah, I have one of these. Oh, I don't know what brand it is. It's, it's like a pearly yellowy white. (laughs) It's so ugly, but 
it and was it was battery operated, but I liked it because it came with like different sleeves. So it came okay. with like different nubs and stuff and like different little silicone heads or whatever Cute. you call it. So yeah. but you could tell now um, now that I have more knowledge obviously about toys and this industry, um, I now know that it wasn't a great toy and that there are better toys out there, but it did the job. Like yeah. I don't know, still experimenting. It was it was fun. It yeah. was good. So Well, and that's like the biggest thing. Like if you talk to a lot of people, like I still have friends my age who have never owned a toy before, like ever in their lives. So yeah. it's one of those things, like it's still awesome that you were like getting toys mm-hmm. in your youth. Like that's super important. So I mean like so and then working in this store like what are your what are you wanting like what are the toys that we have that like really stick out in your mind of things that you want to get and why like if, from what you've learned we'll talk more about kind of what you've learned about the industry and like your thoughts on different brands and just like what other kinds of stores carry um but like just in our store um and our brands that we have are pretty like i said like we are in canada so it's pretty um dependent like i'm sure we carry some brands that american stores don't and american stores carry stuff that we don't but um a lot of our luxury brands are pretty overarching i guess so what what is in the store that just catches your eye well miss alexa introduced me to the nova (laughs) by (laughs) wevi um she is truly amazing but now um do you have a nova i do i didn't know you do you love her i love her (laughs) like i truly love her they sent me one um wevibe sent me one and i love her um i really want to try um like some fun factory stuff Um, But I'm also keen on trying, you know, the stainless steel stuff. And I heard that there's wood out there. And that intrigues me. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why. But I really want to try a wood product. Yeah. So I'm curious. Or even the granite ones that are out there. Um, We don't have any in the store. But um, that's something I also want to try. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, I don't know if any of you guys who are listening have any. But, like, Laid, um, which is the sister company of WeVibe, they make these crazy, like, granite... um, like internal dildos and butt plugs and stuff like that and like personally I think they look a little pointy like I feel like if you're gonna have a material that's super hard like <laughs> you kind of almost want it to be like the rave by Levi where it's yeah. like asymmetrical and rounded not so like yeah pointy well what's yeah. weird is the one laid dildo that's granite is the exact same shape as the rave but you know how like the rave I don't know okay let me show you we're gonna google it and I'll post it on the Instagram exactly what it looks like because it's really like it looks exactly like the rave and if any of you have seen what that looks like I know I was talking about it with Jane on my last episode but it almost looks like a horse penis <laughs> it's really weird <laughs> see it's the oh. same shape as the rave yeah but, like, the end, it looks a lot softer in person. But, like, this end is the one you're supposed to insert. And it's super pointy. Yeah. See, I would rather insert the other one. Yeah. The other side. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. And then this is this is their Ooh. other one. Like, how scary is that? That looks a little bit... Yeah. Huh. I mean, they're super beautiful. Yeah. Even just to display them. I know. <laughs> just have them up on your mantle. Yeah. Oh, they're so pretty. I'm, like, I'm pretty crazy about them. But... Yeah, so you're really into the Fun Factory, and I, like, I'm pretty, I, like, I love Fun Factory in here. I know I talked about them previously, but they're, like, they just have a really, like, all their stuff is made of really beautiful medical-grade silicone. They have amazing internal toys, and they're, like, super strong, and they just, they're so pretty, and I love them, and I want you to experience. I do, and (laughs) Alexa and I were talking yesterday about um, Adam and Eve, and it's called the Thruster. Yeah. (laughs) I, that's something I want to try just to, like... 
try. Oh yeah, that's pretty crazy, but. I don't know. <laughs> oh, 100%. It's it, the way that it's set up. It's like a rabbit vibrator, like the dual stems, but it has this little moving piece in the middle that kind of like squinches up and then extends again and then squinches up and extends again. And it's like, because it, Fun Factory has this, um, this line, they're like pulsators and they have a weighted piece in the middle that kind of goes back and forth to simulate like thrusting. And then the thrust. It has the yeah, it has this weird little squishy bit of really kind of like looser silicone. It's really interesting. It is. We're gonna have to try them out. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, oh my god. And like, okay, so from there, like before you started working in a store like this, what was your experience with adult stores? So we talked about your previous experience with adult toys, but in terms of like adult stores, what was your experience? Um, so there are a couple stores where we're from that, you know, they're just your average adult store. They're, they have carpet, they have <laughs> really gross, ugly, discolored walls. Um, they have like those old CD stands yeah. and that's kind of where they store all, the all their toys. So that was my experience um, with stores like that. And even um, when I went to Australia, um, their adult stores are set up like dollar stores. So they're really? like, they're probably the size of Costco's. And are they're you just kidding? like, it is insane. It is so like, <laughs> it's so brutal. And it's just like, it's honestly like a warehouse. And it's like a dollar store. And there's like tens and thousands of toys. Okay, I want and to more so, know about, I want to it's know like, more. Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. So that's kind of my experience. And then when the store that we're working at, um, they're kind of trying to break that stigma um, and just trying to create like a boutique -y feel yeah. and just some somewhere that's really nice and sophisticated and approachable. But we also have that kinky side. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, we have like lots of fun stuff. And I mean, we I was like, it's, it's one of those things where you still have like a lot of people when they come into a store and it's it's like important to kind of recognize that not everyone has like a $200 budget to get like a super, super nice toy. So we do carry some of that like not so great stuff, but we're really kind of trying to to veer away from that. Cause I know like a lot of people before they, um, before they come into our store. And I think when people first think of adult stores, they do think of those gross, like dusty, gross carpet, like tons of porn kinds of stores. and. Like, that's not, that's not what we are. Mm -hmm. And I know, like, so, I mean, I'm you probably, like, when you were younger, like, before working here, like, would go in there with your friends and, like, or never went in, period. Like, was it kind of, like, a taboo zone? Or was it one of those places you went for, like, bachelorette parties or, like, when a friend had a birthday? Yeah, it was one of those places, yeah, where we would go and take pictures and just, yeah. like, giggle and be those obnoxious little girls that were like, oh my god, look at that penis. <laughs> Take pictures and be like, oh my god. <laughs> so we were definitely those girls. So I didn't, like, if anything, I would order stuff online or, yeah, or like my friends. I think I was lucky, though, because my friends sent me stuff, like, every couple months. So I never really had to go in. Yeah. But, um, yeah, if I had to, or if I did, it was just to laugh at things yeah. and point at things. And we get girls like that at our store all the time, which is yeah. annoying. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those things. And, like, yeah, you just, you get people that come into the store. And I, I know that for some people, like, a, it's just inherently funny, like anything shaped like a dick. And it's just weird because like, I mean, I feel like a lot of people like I remember when I first started working in stores like this, there's this lube brand called Fuckwater that we're actually carrying here now. Um, but the first store that I worked at, we had like 
oh my god we had so much fuck water and like i remember thinking it was like the funniest thing in the world and i actually started working in stores a little bit younger than i should have not by much (laughs) but i was 17 when i first started working in stores i turned 18 like a couple weeks later but like 17 year old alexa thought it was like the funniest (laughs) thing in the world like oh my god like yeah i used to snapchat pictures of them all the time i used to take pictures of them all the time and then after a while you just get so desensitized yeah and it's so true yeah and it's weird like you'll have you'll be on the phone like we'll be on the phone or something or like i'll be talking to a friend and you'll be so comfortable just like talking about anal like on the phone in a public place it just doesn't even like face you yeah Yeah. (laughs) it just it all kind of like the kind of the mystique i guess like kind of wears off and i mean so when you first opened the store what, like, was that your kind of initial reaction or what was the process for you, like, when you first opened? Yeah, well, so when I first opened, I was kind of by myself and I got this massive shipment in. I probably had, like, 20 boxes in here mm-hmm. and I was just opening them and every time, literally every time I opened a box, I was just dying laughing and I was Snapchatting. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, look at how, look at this 18-inch double ended dildo and like I was just having a hoot and then after a couple weeks I was kind of like oh like okay this is just normal like whatever now that I like got more information about like their purpose because a lot of the toys I was like where does that go like where do I put that because yeah so um yeah definitely I did do a lot of funny snapchats and Instagram stuff but now I'm just like I don't nothing's funny anymore Except fuck water. <laughs> fuck water, when I say it, I just giggle a bit. I don't know why. Like, I swear people just buy it because it says fuck water. I don't think it's actually a good lube. Well, on the... Oh, yeah. It's not a good lube. And on the back, in, like, tiny print, I think it says, like, when spit and courage isn't enough or something. That's, like, their slogan. <laughs> I love that. See, I honestly, as a customer, I would buy it just because it said that. Or yeah. even, like, the unicorn spit that we carry. Yeah. Um, it's not in stores yet, but... I swear people just buy it because it says unicorn spit. Yeah. Well, and like you'll get lots of people that'll come in. It's kind of funny like as we transition from people seeing these stores as like taboo and like kind of that place that you get a gag toy and where we're, we don't really have a lot of novelty stuff. Like we have a couple kind of tacky bachelorette pieces that we're probably not even keeping for much longer like we really were trying to have like a really like yeah mature boutique setting that people are comfortable being in and um but you'll still get and it's just funny because you'll get tons of people and I, I got it more at the other location that I worked at but you get tons of people that come in and they're like oh okay well I'm, I'm trying to find a gag gift for a friend um let's go buy something and then they'll go over and all of a sudden their gag gift is like a $70 dildo and it's like is it that funny anymore yeah like, like we're almost the wrong store for that we absolutely yeah we absolutely like, are like yeah but no, come spend your money. Yeah, oh yeah, like <laughs> absolutely do. I just always find it funny. I oh my god, I used to get this all the time. I don't know if I ever told you this story, but I would get guys that would come in all the time, and they were like, "Yeah, um, I'm getting a gag gift for my friend. I'm getting him like a flashlight. Could oh, you sure. show me your flashlight?" <laughs> so we go over to the wall, and he's like, like every time they're just like, "Oh yeah, yeah, like this is oh my god, he's gonna love this. Like everyone's gonna think it's so funny." And flashlights are like more than a hundred dollars, so you're sitting there. Like, is this really like your big fun joke? Is spending 
$120. Like, clearly this is for you. Yeah, and just admit <laughs> it. Like, we're not judging you, but that's, yeah, we get, I get that a lot too. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm buying this for a friend, and then it's like a $150 purchase. Like, oh, it's so funny. Is yeah. it? <laughs> no, just own your shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah, it's kind of hilarious. And I, like, I remember when you, because I first met you, like, right when you were first opening, even mm-hmm. a little bit before you were opening. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of warning you about the different kinds of people mm-hmm. that come into a store like this. And, yeah. like, so what What are some, like, what were the initial shocks of opening a store like this? What were the kinds of people you encountered? Because every once in a while we will get some some interesting people and like even I and I, I talked about this before but I, I'll still be kind of judgy like if someone yeah. really weird comes in I will and I know I shouldn't be but like it's hard and that that must have been really hard for you like coming from not working in a store like this and then all of a sudden yeah. you were owning a store and you had like all those people coming in that are kind of a little bit off with very different requests and like mm-hmm. how was that like what was that yeah. yeah. Well, it's still kind of like every day I still meet someone very interesting. And when I first opened the store, because um, I came from an industry, I came from the restaurant industry. And there I was taught, you know, you have to make friends with all your customers. You have to get their names, their job titles. You have to remember, um, like, their orders and stuff. So... Just so everyone knows, we are recording while we're at work today. So sorry about the pause. We just, um, we were just, uh, we had some customers that briefly came in. So we are just going to resume. Um, so I was just asking Alana um, when she, so she used to work in the restaurant industry for like many, many years. And then transitioning into a store like this, it's really important to kind of, like you have to be in any retail store. I think this is the most professional like you have to be you have to be friendly enough that they open up to you and want to purchase things but also professional enough and distant enough that they don't take it as an in to kind of be creeps and a lot of um a lot of guys especially will really take that opportunity to be creeps so yeah you were saying that working in the restaurant industry for many years you had to like you had to know everyone's names you had to kind of know everything about the customers that came in that were like reoccurring and yeah 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 so transitioning from that um which is how I was trained and how I just like I did it for 10 years to this where you kind of you almost have to be a bitch but not like you can't give them too much um like you have to be nice and friendly obviously but you can't give them that little in otherwise they can take it to a whole new level and then you can put yourself in some really awkward situations and it's really hard to get out of the situations yeah. so you kind of like it's been a learning curve for me but i feel like i've gotten the gist of it and now yeah. i just i just you know chat with them normally and yeah just yeah. And it's like it's a really like like it, it's a really delicate industry where you yeah, when someone comes in, you you never know if they are going to be one of those people because you'll we will still get calls where people will be calling thinking we're like an escort service. So then you'll end up having guys that come in kind of assuming that that's what it is. Like I remember at my old store, we had a guy who came in like thinking that our change rooms were like like a sexy room (laughs) like that's where all that was happening and we were all stunned like you don't even know what to say at that point and you you want to be friendly because you 
a lot of people, it, it takes a lot of coaxing to kind of get them to open up and talk about what they actually came into the store for. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, yeah, I remember when I think I was here in November and we had these two guys who came in and... Um, they were asking like what kind of like what lube we have and like recommendations on lube and then they were like well what kind of lube do you like to use like like how do you like to use it when like you clearly they were trying to bait us to get us to say something like i don't know sexual somehow about the lube or something and that's like the one thing you shouldn't do as a customer is ask us or ask any employee who works in a store like this what our favorite item is or what do we use um, because again, everyone's different, and again, it's no one's business. Well, exactly. Like, and it's creepy. It's well, it's super creepy, and it's kind of like, it's a very delicate. Yeah, like I said, it was delicate because you come in and like you'll genuinely have like older gentlemen that are wanting to buy something for like their girlfriend or their wife, and they're they're not asking as a creep. They're legitimately they just don't know. They're like, well, what is your favorite toy? What do you like to use? But regardless, it's just it's very like it's it's uncomfortable because you you don't you never know the intentions of someone coming in. You never know if they're coming in to like if they're coming in to be creepy. And I don't know what it is about guys assuming that because we work here like they can treat us that way yeah it's it's really it's really frustrating and I mean so with you working in the service industry and like did you ever kind of experience that with guys maybe thinking they could be a little bit grosser to you because you were like serving at their table or something or do you find that it's really more dominant here um actually that's a good question I so because now like when I was a bartender um, you kind of are like people are tipping you for a reason so you kind of have to give them that over the top service and you kind of have to flirt a little so I found it more prominent in the restaurant industry now that um, now that I have an understanding working in this adult store Mm -hmm. um, now I know not to like give in to their little like comments and stuff so Mm -hmm. I feel like it was more prominent in the restaurant industry but we have had some interesting people or even phone calls like people want you to say certain things and you can tell that they're getting off on the other end or yeah those are some fun calls (laughs) yeah and it's it's like it's hard because you you're working in a store you want to be friendly you want to be helpful and it's it's a really hard adjustment to go from like because I also I mean I didn't work in as long as you did but like I also came from the restaurant industry and you want to be so nice. You want to make them laugh. You want to be friendly. And like so many times I thought things were fine. I would be chatting with a customer, being friendly, laughing. And then all of a sudden they're like touching my shoulders. They're like getting real. They're asking me like when I get off work, like all of a sudden it turns from like, oh, I'm having fun with this customer. They seem really nice to like really predatory. Mm-hmm. And it's really like it's it's hard. It's really stressful. And it's a it's a really difficult adjustment to kind of go from that and I mean like so there's that type of person and then the other thing that I think that I'll I'll also ask you about is customers where you have to be like even if in your head you're like oh my god like that that sounds kind of crazy like we carry anal hooks in the store and we carry kind of some more extreme stuff and you'll have people that'll come in I've had people come in for like really like large diameter urethral sounders and your initial reaction because I mean 
I personally, like, it's a hard limit for me with the idea of things going in my urethra. But, um, <laughs> like, but you'll have people that'll come in and you kind of just have to nod and say, yeah, oh, my God, absolutely. Let's help you find that. And, like, how is that for you? How do you think that when you heard kind of those crazy requests initially, like, and then how do you feel like you react now? Yeah, so probably within the first month, I remember, yeah, I got some crazy requests or just crazy customers telling me intimate details and stuff that they wanted to do. And I was kind of like, honestly, I would go home and I would tell my parents or tell my sister and we would not laugh about it, but we would almost judge them. And then it kind of hit me that like a couple weeks later that, you know what, like everyone is into different things and you can't judge someone for liking something like that. So Mm. I kind of like the first month I was kind of, I was kind of an (laughs) a-hole, you know, like I never was mean about it, but I definitely judged those people. But now there's no judgment because I just know that you know, everyone's into something different and everyone likes something different and all we can do is help them find what they want and a- mm-hmm. or achieve their ultimate goal at the end of the day. And so it's definitely switched now. So I'm trying not to judge anyone. Yeah. 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 And I mean, like every, like, and I, you'll have people that'll come in and I think they, they feel that and I think like Alana and I were both really I think open welcoming people like people will like to tell us things they feel comfortable when they come in the store and yeah like that's something that we really like that we really appreciate and I think is what's special about our store is we make people feel comfortable but with that you get some people that kind of share a lot yeah and they take it too far yeah like I've had I've had people come in and share like crazy sexual abuse stories or like they're very intimate intense session that's going to be going on this evening and it's 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 just it's a very different industry like I unless you've worked in a store like this I think it's you can't compare it to anything else because if you're working at like an H&M or something you're not going to get someone who's going to come in and tell you all about like they're like piss play evening that they've been building up yeah. to for three weeks and stuff like that. And it's it's just, it's it's funny. I've never and when I tell my friends about it, I almost think they don't believe me because mm-hmm. it's a very it's hard. It's, 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 it's interesting. And no one else really ever gets to experience that. And like when you if we are talking about like interesting customers, are there any interesting customers that kind of stick out to you or like exciting experiences, things that like have been memorable to you since you started working in a store like this? Yeah, well, I feel my stories are very not as great as Alexa's. Just saying, like Alexa, she has some pretty wild stories, and I hope she tells you all about them because some of them are so ridiculous. I didn't believe her when she told me, and now that I've worked here, I can now totally see. But yeah. the like the biggest ones are I had someone actually like show me their penis right. on their phone. Um, and it, I, I don't think he was meant to be creepy. I think he just genuinely wanted me that. to help him, like, figure out what was wrong with it. And I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, why would you do that? Um, or, like. And that was right at the beginning, right? That was, like, the first day. Yeah. I remember I called Lex and I was like, what the hell? Like, what? <laughs> like, so that was very interesting. But I think the, the best experiences are, how do I word that? I think the most interesting experiences have been with cross-dressers 
mm-hmm. and them coming in to try on lingerie. Mm-hmm. And that has been eye-opening for me because I, I think they feel comfortable enough coming in and letting us dress them and stuff, which I find so fascinating. And, you know, I've had some great people come in and just, you know, men trying on corsets and stuff and they are just so happy and I think that has stood out the most is those scenarios and just you know knowing that we're helping them Mm -hmm. get to their ultimate goal well because cool yeah and like we're creating a space where you have people that'll come in and like whether you know it or not sometimes you'll have a person that'll come in who's had like really intense vaginal trauma and like they haven't Mm. even thought about yeah like they haven't even thought about using an internal vibrator before but after you kind of sit and talk with them for an hour you kind of you're able to help them with that and you end up finding out they'll come back like a week later and be like oh my god thank you like thank you for walking me through that like I feel like I feel like it's it's cool to be in a store like this because it gives you an opportunity that I feel like you don't get in a lot of other stores where so much of people's like personal identity is kind of linked to their like sexual identity. So yeah. if you're able to let them kind of express themselves in a comfortable environment, it's like, yeah, it's super cool. Yeah, and it's so rewarding, Mm -hmm. I think. Like, I think those stories almost trump the wild things that we've experienced. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like, I'm trying to think of any, like, kind of interesting or weird stories. Yeah, we've had, it's been pretty tame at this location, actually, which is nice. I, like, one that sticks out to me the most when I think about the other store that I worked at, and I was telling you about this the other day, um... I had a phone call, um, and we close at 9 p.m., and I've got a phone call at about 7.30, and this guy called, and it was a California number, and as you guys know, I'm from Western Canada. It's very strange for someone from California to be calling me, especially, like, kind of that late in the evening, and um, it was this older gentleman, and we were chatting, and he was telling me that he was with a whole bunch of sorority girls in a car, and he definitely sounded, like, over 50, and he was like, yeah, I'm with a bunch of sorority girls in a car. Um, and he started asking me really interesting questions about like paddles and like the make of paddles and the shape of paddles and like the history of them. And like, if you were to make one, how many spokes would it have? What would it be made of? Would it be wooden? Would it have a circular handle? And like this went on and on. It seemed like he had this crazy endless list of questions and it, we kind of kept it going because it was a really quiet night and we were, we were just, we had him on speakerphone and we were just chatting with him and he had this like it wasn't sexual but it felt invasive like we were all sitting there kind of looking at each other like this is so weird he's going on and on and on about these paddles and then he's asking me like well do you think that men should be punished with paddles like what and how would you do it and like (laughs) what would you think would happen and we're at like the hour mark at this point I was like oh I don't know and I was I was kind of like realizing that this was maybe a little bit more sexual and then like and when when people call from a long distance usually the phone sounds a little crackly this guy sounded like he was freaking outside the building and he was like am i making you nervous <laughs> and i was like oh i yeah. locked the door and like yeah. hung up on you i was so freaked out i didn't know what to say i was like um maybe a little and he's like i can tell you're nervous and then and i think it was like pretty much nine o'clock at that point me and uh, the girl i work with we were like you know what Thanks. We're going to go. Oh, <laughs> we're going to chat. <laughs> yeah. And we hung up. And that was the end of it. And like, just so weird. So weird. Yeah. I wonder what the backstory is. Well, that's I'm the thing. Now. <laughs> like, you want to know who 
who it is, like what they're doing, why they're doing it. Like it's just, it's really, yeah. That's just one of the interesting stories that I have. And I'm sure you're going to have like a million by oh. the end. Yeah. Well, you have a million. <laughs> yeah. like, I can't even, like there's just so many crazy stories. Yeah. Like it's, it's one of those things. But like, so I think the main thing, like, so working in a store like this, has it been like, do you see it as a positive experience? And like what have been, what have been the biggest pros to owning a store like this? And kind of what have been the, the few cons when you compare it to where you worked before? Yeah, well, I think the pros are, like, I truly believe that we have a great concept and we're looking to expand this brand. But I really feel like, especially with my generation, um, I'm a little bit older than Alexa, just just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a wee, just a wee smidgen. Yeah, I mean, you can't tell. Um, she's, like, no. she's like 19. I know, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> Thanks, girl. Um, I think the biggest thing, especially, like, with my generation, like, sex was never talked about. Um, like, I never grew up talking about it with my girlfriends or even with my parents um, or even toys. So now that I'm more knowledgeable and I'm more educated on this subject, I feel like I'm just, we're ready to break barriers and just make Mm -hmm. it more socially acceptable because kind of the area where we're located and we're very like redneck, you would say, and we're not open-minded. So I think um, like I'm excited for the future of this brand because we're just going to break a bunch of barriers and just make it more socially acceptable to talk about it because everyone does it like everyone Mm -hmm. has a toy. Everyone has sex like everyone goes home at the end of the day and you know not every night but they should. Yeah. So I think that's like the biggest thing I'm excited for and like one of the biggest pros. Yeah, that's a pro. I think it's a good thing. Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. absolutely. I think it's <laughs> I don't absolutely know if that a pro. Your question? <laughs> no, I think it totally is, and I like. I mean, the biggest thing, and I—that's kind of the main thing that I want to do with this podcast—is I think it's so important for people to be like open about this stuff, and the more platforms that we can give to people to talk about sex and like safe sex and their sex lives, like mm-hmm. I think the better off everyone's gonna be. And we have, like, the cutest store ever. So it's so cute. Like, it's so cute. And yeah. honestly, like, how we, the only reason why we're here in this world is because of sex. Mm-hmm. So, and people just need to get over it and talk about it and be okay with it. Yeah. You know. Well, exactly. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, if any of you are ever thinking about working in an adult store, like, we clearly highly recommend it. It's, like, the best thing ever. And you meet so many interesting people. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool. And, like... You've been, because you've been working in sort of like this for six months? Yeah, six months to, I think, to the day. Yeah. Maybe. Pretty, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Maybe. So, yeah, and it's so fun. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's opened my eyes to new things. Yeah. Lots of fun things. Yeah, and that's Very the biggest fun. thing. And that's why I was so excited to bring you on today, is yeah. we got to chat about, like, just kind of the first, like, when you first start working in a store like this, and just kind of how things change, and how you kind of look at other people and I'm so glad that you're having such a good time yeah it's so fun yeah no I'm so happy with everything and I just yeah there's just so much to learn and every day I learn something new from Miss Alexa so (laughs) she's full of much knowledge (laughs) 
but lots yeah. of knowledge. <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much for chatting with me today. Oh. Just like about your first couple months working in a store like this. I hope this was like eye-opening for some people. And um, yeah, thanks so much for listening, you guys. I will be back again next Sunday. I don't have another birthday next weekend. I just have the one. So I, I know. <laughs> so I will be recording again next Sunday. Um, yeah, well, I will talk to you guys then. Please remember to rate and subscribe me on iTunes. I can't wait to chat with you guys more. If you have any questions, shoot me questions over Instagram and we can chat about them here. Again, thanks so much. My name's Alexa, your sex toy guide to the stars, and this is The Plug. <laughs>